This is episode 164, Building a Daily Gratitude Practice, Part 8, Do Something for Someone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is the Dance of Life podcast. Every week, my goal is to inspire you to take action towards what you love, live a transformed life, and enjoy the journey there. Are you ready? Let's go. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me today. Happy Monday to you as we start another amazing week. Hope you had a great weekend wherever you happen to find this episode. Today we are continuing our 12-week series. We're on week eight of building a daily gratitude practice. So I hope you've joined us in the previous episodes. If you haven't, if you're just starting, check it out. We've got some great material, some content there to support you on building a practice of gratitude. You know, if you've followed my work, if you've listened to the show, you know gratitude is one of the main things that I continually talk about because it's changed my life. And absolutely, I think it's necessary for everything that we want. It's necessary for our health, for our happiness, for our relationships, for our motivation, for our creativity, all these things that normally maybe you wouldn't associate to gratitude. They all are sourced and and founded by our ability to appreciate life, our ability to be at peace, to, to connect to something greater, to find fulfillment in what there is. You know, this has been the the sort of untold secret that's already been there for thousands of years, you know, that basically there is no point to life in the sense that not in a, a negative way, but the point is to be alive, to be fully alive, to be fully alive in that present moment, to enjoy this magical game that we're in. And as kids, as children, we are very much in tune with that. But very quickly as adults, we we get disconnected for one reason or another. Our egos, our need to achieve, to please others, to fit in, our childhood traumas, you know, whatever else, you know, all these things disconnect us from the fundamental idea that life is a game, that it's it's something beautiful, that it's happening for us, not to us. And that is something that I hope to inspire in you to contribute to your own journey through these short little episodes on Mondays. Like I said, we're doing a 12-week series. This is week eight. And today we're talking about doing something for someone. That is habit number eight. If you want to take this journey to the next step or the next level, if you want some structure, uh, I've created a free book and free mini course that you can basically have again for free. There's a free uh, daily gratitude practice Facebook group. You get a free little PDF workbook. Everything is there for you to basically take this on full force and incorporate it into your life. If you're the type of person that takes action on everything that they learn, then you're going to benefit massively from these resources. So check it out, danceoflife.com. It'll help you kind of go along with these episodes. But basically today we're going to talk about the simple act of just doing random acts of kindness and how that contributes to your daily gratitude practices if that is a habit that you can incorporate. And my challenge to you with all these episodes is to pick three habits total and incorporate them into your life. Like I said, the resources you have, danceoflife.com, that free mini course, everything will give you a structure, like a little journal in the workbook to outline your habits, to pick them and then kind of cross them off. But, you know, you can use your own journal for that too. And ultimately, uh, you can basically create a systemized way to kind of make sure to stay on top of yourself. And like I said, pick three of these habits, commit to them for the next two weeks at least, 
and notice the difference in your life. Share about it in the group, the Daily Gratitude Practice Facebook group. Message me, tutor at danceoflife.com. I'm really curious to know, you know, these type of things have changed my life. And my goal through these episodes is to really support you to build a new habit into your life and to, to change that 1% that can add up over time to 100%. So that's what it's all about. So today's guiding quote is by none other than Mahatma Gandhi. The best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. I think that's such a profound quote. You know, when I went to high school in my hometown here, Phoenix, I went to a Jesuit high school named Brophy, Brophy College Prep, and our slogan was men for others. Service was a big part of what we did, and it still is a big part of my life today. Volunteering, I volunteered a lot. I still volunteer. I, I basically have done a lot of charity work, and you know it's very fulfilling because ultimately it connects you back to the idea that, listen, life is not about you. It is to some extent, you have to take care of yourself, you have to love yourself, you have to fill your own glass. But what I mean by that statement is that the fullest life, the life that we want to live, to enjoy, that we feel fulfilled, that we feel amazing, is when we are living that life in the service of others, when we are contributing to society, when we have found our purpose in how we can give to others fully. What is it that our unique life path has set us on and that has given us through our particular experiences, our gifts, our talents, our wounds even, even the traumas that happened to you? What, did, what specifically did it set you up for to be able to give and help other people? You know, when you connect all those pieces together and you see the guiding light or the guiding direction that you're supposed to be on, it's a profound moment of fulfillment. You know, you feel very differently because you connect ultimately to faith. You connect to who you are, to what you believe, and that refreshes your own life. You know, one of the big things about doing something for someone and why I incorporated it into my list of 12 habits is that we get caught up in our own stories. We get caught up in our own, you know, the previous episode when we talked about making gratitude lists and how we have these repetitive thoughts throughout the day. You're already making lists. That was the whole point behind the episode is that you're already making lists, whether they're positive or negative. Most of the time they're negative because most of our thoughts are negative throughout the day. You're making lists all the time of the people in your life and how you're describing them, of the situations and why they're crappy and why, you know, all this kind of stuff of your life and how limited things are or how scarce they are. We're making lists all the time. So the important thing to know about that is that we get caught up in our own narrative. There's nothing more refreshing than just serving somebody else, getting inside their world, listening to their story, you know, you know, helping them in some way because you get to forget yourself. Literally the way Gandhi just said, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others, to lose that ego, to lose that narrative that is, so trying to be important in your mind and take up that mental real estate that when you contribute to somebody else, when you, when you have a random act of kindness or when you connect to somebody in a way that through service, through something that you do, that you've contributed to them through your own skills, there is a unique moment of finding yourself there in a way that's very different than how we genuinely try to find ourselves through ego, through 
let's say, comparing ourselves, through trying to get recognition, through trying to achieve things for the wrong reasons, all these kinds of things. So ultimately, doing something for someone, that's a very casual way to, to list it, but it's really a profound call to service, whether that's a random act of kindness or something having to do with, let's say, all that epic stuff like finding your life purpose, you know, finding your mission on earth, all these types of things. So it's on the whole spectrum. Ultimately, it's just losing yourself in the service of others, and it helps you get out of that narrative. I'm going to give you guys a quick story. I have a friend, he's uh, he's an older gentleman in his 70s, and a little while ago, he called me, and he actually has a disease, a muscular dystrophy disease, where basically it makes you disabled. I mean, you can't really walk or anything else. And he was a big player in my life nutritionally. He's a nutritionist and he helped me kind of take care of my nutrition through a lot of different things. And he was on this quest through nutrition to rebuild his body and to walk again. And he was doing pretty good actually with everything that he was doing. But then one day he called me and he said, Hey, my health has turned for the worse. You know, I, I don't know what's happened. I think I've been poisoned or something like he just didn't know what it was. And anyway, he needed some help at his place. I said, okay, you know, I'll come over there and help you out for sure. I came over there and my experience left me with nothing but gratitude because I'll tell you that day I ended up having to help him change. I helped him change his underwear and, you know, the guy can't even get out of bed. And it was, I never had to do that before. That was a very uh, intimate experience. Let's put it that way. Intimate in the sense you're very close to somebody you know, it's, that's, that's a very high level of closeness. And for me personally, it was a big wake up call. It was a big wake up call because it made me realize, wow, I have so much to be grateful for. And by doing, you know, at the time, actually that day, I was like complaining to myself again, running my own story about some business stuff, all these little things that we run away on that become so important in our lives. They just dominate our headspace. And when I had to go and serve my friend and help him out and to see his situation, I totally forgot about all that stuff. It suddenly became, that's okay, we'll do it tomorrow. Or, oh, you know what, it's not the end of the world. So at the end of the day, when you had a chance to volunteer, when you have a chance to connect to somebody who's worse off than you, it gets you out of that narrative. Even if we're talking about just doing something, you know, it doesn't have to be like, let's say, volunteering for a homeless person or going to an assisted living center and helping out there or something like that. It doesn't have to be that level of comparison or basically helping. But, you know, even if you just, let's say, you're a musician and you go out and you just play music for people out on the corner or something, just out of fun of doing it. Or if, you know, like I used to volunteer at the Mayo uh, Hospital here and play the piano, and that was very rewarding because I got to be in the service of others and for that hour, just forget about myself. Just literally forget about myself and all my problems. You know, and and some of those people that were walking by, yeah, they had some terminal illnesses. So that added to the service in the sense that, man, like it made me grateful every time I was there because, you know, you, you again, you connect to people who are worse off than you. Uh, but even for the people who are just the, there regularly waiting for, their relatives, you know, in chemo and things like that. You could see just a pleasure in their eye when you see them listening to the music. And that that little moment, regardless of how little it was, 
it allows me to forget myself. And the same for you. You know, whatever it is that you can contribute to other people in any way, find a way that you can contribute. Whether it's super small, you know, I used to we used to volunteer a lot with homeless people. Like I said, at my old high school, uh, men for others. That was our service motto, and we would go and do all these kind of things. And whether it's tutoring kids, we would tutor kids. We'd go out to homeless shelters. We'd do all kinds of variety of volunteering, and in we had retreats basically where we had to basically partner up with each other, share about our lives, help each other out. You know, all these types of things. Constant habit of sharing and courage. And again, if you remember from a couple episodes ago, we talked about courage is the central virtue that you're continually practicing through these habits. So when you do something for someone, when you acknowledge somebody, when you pray, when you know you fast, when you reframe, which will be the next uh, topic on next Monday, all these habits, they all come down to courage and having the courage to continually step outside your comfort zone, continually be authentic, continually be vulnerable. That's really what it comes down to. And that is the foundational skill for practicing gratitude. Being grateful, you have to be courageous in the sense that you have to let yourself open up to the experience. You know, believe it or not, sometimes it's difficult to be grateful because we can't allow ourselves to accept what we're grateful for. sounds really silly, but part of that experience of being grateful is the courage to take a look at what you already have because it's much more comfortable to look at what you don't have and to complain and to blame. So, and again, it's much more comfortable to stay in the comfort zone of our own narrative and how important our life is with all of our concerns and not leave that comfort because again, we have an explanation for it. Well, you know, I've you blame this and blame that. So you have an explanation and it's comfortable to stay in that explanation, even though it's not pleasurable. So comfort and pleasure and fulfillment are not, you know, they're not congruent. You can be comfortable, but very unfulfilled. As opposed to when you take that courageous risk and you do something for somebody, whether again, it's a random act of kindness on the street, or you go volunteer, or you know you help somebody who's less fortunate than you, whatever it is, it helps you get out of that narrative by jumping out of that comfort zone. So today's habit is do something for someone, give you a couple suggestions. And again, my challenge to you is do this for 14 days. Pick these habits, pick three of them, do three of them, at least three per day for 14 days. And notice the benefits. If you want to use those resources again, danceoflife.com, you can get a free book that I wrote basically on gratitude. It's got everything in there. It's got a free mini course, got a free workbook. It's a lot of really free stuff, guys. And if you're the type that takes action, you'll really benefit. And I guarantee there'll be something in there for you. So without further ado, my first suggestion with this habit is to pick a random friend and do something for them. You know, and that what this really is going to test is your ability to listen. Your ability to listen and pay attention to what that person likes, how were they motivated by, you know, what's their love language, whatever, right? Pay attention and see what is their life about and what would they need right now. And if you don't know, or if you're having a hard time figuring it out, just ask. Say, hey, how can I help you today? You know, and they might say no, they may be nice. And, you know, maybe try the next friend or insist. So ultimately, it's really just about going that extra step and being a little courageous. My second suggestion is to ask in your circle of friends, whether it's on Facebook, you know, or through chat or whatever else. Facebook's good. You know, these social media tools, we rag on them a lot. But again, they're tools. 
And a tool is how we use it. So ultimately, you can use it for good. And one of those ways is to just make a post. Say, hey, who needs help today with something? I want to help you out. And obviously, balance. Don't extend, overextend yourself. Don't burn out trying to help everybody. But ask and open yourself up to the possibility of doing something for someone, especially when you feel frustrated, especially when it sounds totally counterintuitive, but that's the best time. When you're upset, when you're frustrated, when you're getting stuck in your own narrative, one of the best ways to break that program, because again, we tend to go in loops, one of the best ways to break that program is to do something for someone. Literally, just go and do a random act of kindness, buy someone's groceries, give a dollar to charity, whatever, you know, whatever is going to get you out of that mindset go and buy a homeless person, uh, you know, some food, interact with them. The more you invest yourself, the, the better the effect will be. You know, for example, let's say you're upset about something and there's a homeless person on the street. Well, you have an option to give them a dollar and then that's a short little transaction. You get maybe a little boost or you say, Hey, you roll your window down. Do you want anything to eat or drink? Yes. Okay, great. I'm going to park my car. Let's go to the store. I'll buy you something. And you have that interaction. Now, again, you know, be safe, be reasonable, but at the same time, be unreasonable. You know, go that little extra mile and you invest yourself in the situation. Now, I'm using this as an example. You can use anything else. But the more you invest yourself in that situation, the more you'll forget about what was bugging you. And then when you return to that same problem, the problem hasn't gone away, but the emotional charge has gone away. And that's the point. The emotional charge has gone away. The point is to reduce that emotional charge, not get stuck in the loops that you can think creatively and see the actual solution. Because when you get in that loop, there is no solution. And that's that's the point. So uh, the third suggestion is just to do a random act of kindness, which kind of already touched on that a little bit. But basically pick a random friend or ask somebody in your circle or just do a random act of kindness. You know, And I would even add a fourth one to this. And really it's figure out your calling, your life purpose? What are you that you can contribute uniquely to this planet and figure out a way that you can serve through that? What is it that you're good at? What is it you're passionate about? What is it that you enjoy? Uh, you know, what is it that people want in their life around you and how can you provide that? And you'll find a beautiful outlet to serve continually, to make money, to be appreciated and to get over yourself, your own ego, your own thoughts, your own loops. We're all stuck in our own loops. And the more we can commit to a life of service, the better we can have a chance of escaping those loops. So hope you've enjoyed today's lesson. Remember to incorporate these habits into your life. If you've just tuned in, you've got a couple more episodes left in this series. Next week, we're going to do reframing. That's a really big one, obviously, with gratitude. We've got a lot of ones in the previous weeks that we've covered. So check those out. Commit to three three a day for 14 days. That's my challenge to you. Let me know how it goes. I'll be in the Daily Gratitude Practice Facebook group, and we'll see you on Friday. For more episodes and weekly content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.